MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Covering every angle of Sunday's slate of football, this is the Pro Football Blitz on v the Sports Betting Network. We welcome you back in. It's our third and final hour of the Pro Football Blitz, live from Las Vegas at our South Point Sportsbook Studios. It's uh, action-packed, even though we're, you know, we're still some time out now from the Super Bowl, Mike mm-hmm. Richard. But uh, you, can just, you can sense, right? Like, there's that buildup. Is there anything like being in Vegas for a Super Bowl as someone who's been in Vegas for many, many <laughs> yeah. Super Bowls? Yeah, I've been part of Super Bowl parties here. Um, I've been, yeah, never mind. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I, I could see where yeah. the wheels were No, the buildup, yeah, uh, the buildup is, is extraordinary. It really is. I mean, it's the world converges on the Super Bowl. The world, like, like the, uh, what we're going to run into as VSIN, uh, as we're going to be represented, the sports betting network at the Super Bowl, um, it's going to be a worldwide audience. And, you know, I, I think the world is going to get exposed to VSIN, right? Absolutely. And that's going to be incredible for us. But, um, yeah, the Super Bowl here in a year, magnify it, I think. I I can only imagine what it's going to be like a year from now right. in Vegas. Super Bowl at Allegiant Stadium yeah. 2024. That is wild. Because Vegas is a global city, as we know. I mean, yeah. Um, and, yeah, yeah, but, I mean – the Super Bowl buildup is real, and it's that's, there's a reason why they prefer the two weeks. You, know, exactly. you get to showcase the Pro Bowl, uh, which the NFL loves to do, even though it's a different exhibition. Um, but yet, it's the buildup too, because everybody's leaving here and going right down to, to Phoenix. Yep, 
And that's why we try to uncover every single angle. Mm -hmm. That's what, that's right. hence the deep, deep, deep dive <laughs> that we were doing. We've really covered all the offensive angles. Still, this hour, we'll talk some of the sack props. We're going to do that next. We'll talk about the bets we have already made mm -hmm. so far as we're still in the buildup now in that two-week lead-up to the Super Bowl. Uh, but as we finish with our overall offensive deep dive breakdowns, we'll, we'll kind of dip our toes in the water, so to speak, with the defensive side. Defensive line is really the if – you're, if you're breaking down – D-line, linebacker, secondary. In this game, D-line is the one that will be the fascinating matchup to watch. Because for Kansas City, you have a guy named Chris Jones, who you have referred to as a game wrecker mm -hmm. on many times in the past. 15 and a half sacks this season. Going up against an all-world Philadelphia offensive line that has three Pro Bowlers. My natural wondering question is, given the, the elusive nature of the Eagles' offense, just how much of a disruptor can Chris Jones be given the matchup and, and given his stature there for KC? I mean, he beats double teams. He splits gaps. Um, he is so explosive off the ball. Uh, he penetrates immediately. He bull rushes from a pass rushing standpoint. Uh, he's hard to deal with one-on-one. -on -one. Um, if you do want to chip him, good luck with that running back. Uh, he's a monster. He's a supernatural player. Uh, and um, those guys, they will wreck an offense. You know, there's one other one that comes to mind immediately, and that's Aaron Donald, right? Um, they're different type of players. I think Chris is more of a power guy, uh, and, and Donald can use some quickness, but Chris has he's, – he's got the quickness too. And when he's turned up, I mean, it is it – is, it's extraordinary. It really is. I mean, I was watching some tape on Reggie White, the great Reggie White mm. the other day. The minister. Um, a minister, yep. And in his early days, he wasn't that big, right? I mean, his early days, he was cat quick. They moved him over guard, over center. They moved him left. They moved him right. I mean, he was all over the place. Now, when he got older and bigger, he kind of settled in at that left defensive end for the, for the, uh, for the Packers. And uh, so you're going up against the right tackles. And he would just lift them up with one arm. He was so powerful, right? But he was still quick. But... I mean, Chris Jones, he's so versatile from that standpoint. Not as powerful as Reggie, but, uh, I mean, it equally is, is dominant, though. I mean, yeah. that, that guy, is he's a monster up there. Well, if Kansas City wants to win the Super Bowl, Chris, that Chris Jones matchup is going to have to look a lot like the way Reggie White did in Super Bowl 31 with mm -hmm. the Green Bay Packers when he had three sacks and oh. went over the Patriots and mm -hmm. just manhandled Lyman left and right all day. I mean, Drew Bledsoe had no chance to right. go back to that game uh, in the Superdome in January of 97. But at least for you know for Chris Jones having the 15 and a half sacks, 17 tackle for loss, he's part of a you know, a rush defense too for Kansas City. While the pass defense has been led by that D line, second in the league in sacks only to Philadelphia, the rush defense has gotten sneaky better throughout the postseason. Limited Cincinnati to only about 4.2 yards per carry in the AFC Championship game. You just wonder is it, you know, there's improvement, right? But then there's going up against a gauntlet like Philadelphia, and will that unit at all get exposed if Philadelphia? is able to scheme, and they, and they have a focus on Chris Jones taking him away in that rush defensive right. game. Like, what are the other angles where Philadelphia, I should say where Kansas City, can have success and at least limit the Eagles on the ground with how many different looks they give you? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the key, though, right? I mean, uh, you know, from a passing standpoint, if you're Kansas City, you'll have answers for that, for what Jalen Hurts can do and, and certainly what that, defense is, that offense is all about for the Eagles. Where it gets hor horribly uh, difficult for you is trying to stop the run and the variation – uh, of the runs, the designs, and all this stuff, and if it's all working for the Eagles, I don't, I don't know how you stop it. I don't know how, how you deal with it unless the Eagles are making mistakes, and I don't, I don't anticipate that. So, that to me is the whole reason why 
I, I feel like, and I'm not, I'm giving more um, attention towards Spags coming up with a scheme to slow mm -hmm. it down. Yeah. Uh, is he going to stop it? Probably not. I mean, you're still dealing with six eligibles and, and a dynamic quarterback. But can you slow it down? Can you make him think? Uh, and can you build a lead? Because think about this. If you build a lead, will the Eagles, will Sirianni panic and start, hey, we got to throw the ball, we got to throw the ball, we got to throw the ball? Um, or will they stay true to their game plan? You know, I, I think Spags and, and the Chiefs want to find that out. And the red zone is also going to be the, the crucial element because it, it always is, but even more so in this game where mm -hmm. you can't sit who's 31st in red zone defense. Let's say if you just are able to contain the Philadelphia rush defense, you're at least not getting gashed, and you at least force them in a position where once the field and the, and the spacing gets tight, those lanes aren't really there. Like that, that's the thing for me. If right. you, you, know, you watch the way Kansas City is going to control this. Yeah, you're going to give up your chunk plays. It's just can you, can you avoid the huge plays down the outsides, and can you limit Philadelphia from spacing the field once they get into the tight red zone areas? Mm -hmm. if, if you're able to do that, you at least force – you likely force Jalen Hurts to beat with his arm. Right. That's why I like guys like Devontae Smith to score touchdowns in the game. <laughs> but if you can't, now you, 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 know, you saw what happened to San Francisco last weekend where that bag of tricks stays wide open in the red zone. It is so hard to defend. It is. San Francisco had a significantly better rush defense than Kansas City does coming in, and it didn't matter for the Niners. Yeah, no, it's been a minute since the Eagles have had to panic. Think about the two playoff games that they've had. <laughs> There's no panic. Uh, there's whatsoever. nothing out there. And if you think about it, the majority of the National Football League, only ex the exception of a few players uh, that you can rely on that won't panic. But the majority of football players in the National Football League, they'll panic, you know, and they'll turn the ball over um, or their focus will go somewhere else. And uh, so that's the whole premise for me. Like, can Kansas City do something, anything to make Philly panic? And we'll see if they make mistakes, and we'll see if they can be consistent. They, they have to have that mindset, though, right? I mean, you, you think about the Giants. The, the two teams that the Eagles have faced, they scored 14 points. There's no panic over there at all. Very, very comfortable. Uh, so if you're Kansas City and you're formulating and you're building your game plan, what can we do to make this team kind of panic, which leads to mistakes, which leads to uh, opportunities for us as well? Especially if I'm thinking about individual players who can create panic on opposing teams. Mm -hmm. in, in this matchup, Hassan Reddick is the first guy I look at for Philadelphia. <laughs> right. So if you go to that side of the ball, a guy who's at 17 and a half sacks this season. But can he uh, make Patrick panic, though? Well, that's the big question. <laughs> How will that matchup look? There's a handful of look? players that won't panic, and Patrick's one of those guys, right? I mean, you're going to make the, yeah, the offensive line that has been very, yeah. very solid all season in protection for Mahomes. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's yet another elite versus elite uh, matchup we get here. Yeah, I mean, Reddick is he's a, he's an issue. Um and you wonder how they're going to deal with it. Like, Reddick, and in addition to Sweat, uh, in addition to Fletcher, and you know, if they're getting pressure with those guys, uh, then there's more guys who drop into coverage, that kind of thing, which, okay, Kansas City gets rid of the football, run after catch is essential, which Kansas City is the best team in, a, in the National Football League would run after catch. Uh, if you do hold the ball and Reddick is coming off the edge or wherever he's going to come from, um, and you get to, we call it scat protection, which you release five. Uh, now you're putting pressure on that defense to cover five guys. Mm -hmm. uh, and Patrick Mahomes knows where to get rid of the football. He knows where the pressure is going to come from. He knows who's protected or who's not protected. When quarterbacks get in trouble is when they're fooled and they don't have an account for something. Uh, or they think that, okay, the Lions got an account for this protection. We're good. And all of a sudden there's a breakdown. 
that's where quarterbacks get in trouble. But when you know, okay, there's a guy free off the edge, I know where to go with the football. I know I got to get rid of the football. Okay, we're not going to have anybody come free up the middle. We're going to account for that. And if they do, then we're going to scat it, and they're going to be somebody wide open for you. That's exactly why, as much as it's a sexy name to throw out for a long shot, Super Bowl MVP, and Hassan yeah. Reddick's down to 35-1 to 1 yeah. now, it would take a lot. Like, he could have a huge impact on the game and it mm-hmm. not really show up in the stat sheet. Like, he will have an impact. It's just, well, Patrick Mahomes, he knows that's coming at him. How will he be able to counteract that? I, I more wonder on the depth of Philadelphia. Because right. you look at the depth of that defensive line, you've Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, mm-hmm. Cox Javon Hargrave, Josh Schwett, uh, Livall Joseph, Ngamgen Suhor, backups. Right. All those, so those are what, uh, six names I just threw out? There's a lot of names I there. Mean, yeah, Fletcher Cox is also, you know, that's a veteran guy who's, you know, still performing at a really high level, right. even if his stats are sort of uh, tertiary to the rest of his guys. So that that's a bigger thing than just looking at the Reddick piece, at least if you're breaking down how good the Philadelphia defense is. There's a lot to deal with. There is. Um, but this offense is built to deal for, deal with it, uh, or, or they're built to be prepared for it. How about that? Um, and that's the beauty of averaging 30 points a game this year, like the Kansas City Chiefs did. And uh, it, when you have a quarterback like this, the experience of Patrick Mahomes, you're going to rely on that too. Uh, either make a play with your legs like we saw a, a week ago or or to make a play with your arm uh, and lift up those playmakers around you. So I think Kansas City will have a lot of answers for that Eagles defense. As vaunted as it is, as, as, as great as they flipped it to be, like last year – just 29 sacks this year, high 70s, right? I mean, who does that in one year? Um, but, you know, I, if there's a team that could be prepared for that, I think it's Kansas City. How will that correlate to Mike Pritchard's props? I, I kind of want to know the answer to that. <laughs> we have our bets still to come. We will talk some sack and defensive props when we come back here on the Pro Football Blitz. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. 
So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to to start listening. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The big game means big plans for VSIN. VSIN will be in the middle of all the action and broadcasting live from Radio Row in Phoenix with athlete and celebrity interviews and our experts breaking down the game. You won't want to miss any of VSIN's coverage, so huddle up and watch Follow the Money, the Lombardi Line, VSIN Final Countdown, and VSIN Primetime all live from Radio Row starting on Monday. For betting splits, extra picks, and big game props, head to VSIN.com. That is VSIN.com. Mike Pritchard will be there uh, Monday and Tuesday, I'll be with Pritch, noon to 2 Eastern on the Lombardi line. We're really excited for that. Very excited. Uh, I'm counting on you and, and uh, Dustin Swedelson, who is uh, our, our bigwig producer, to mm-hmm. round up some very good guests. So you He's just... informed me that we have some pretty good guests already. Oh, so, yeah? Yeah, still building on that list. You know how it works, too. Like, you're going to see people, and then you're going to grab them. and just grab them, yeah. <laughs> come on the air with us. So, um, yeah, no, we, we got some pretty good guests already lined up. Okay. I'm excited. I'm excited yep. for that. Excited for Monday. So yes, sir. No, no days off for us. We go right into Super Bowl week. We're going to get into the bets we have made already here in a little bit. But first, as we continue on in the props, we go to the defensive side of the props. I, it's funny. I even had our producer, Brian, take a double check this prop at the break. I couldn't believe that mm-hmm. Hassan Reddick, a guy who is the team leader in sacks, yep. 17 and a half. And yet his prop is only set. You know, the, if you look at these, especially at DraftKings or some other books, It'll vary the actual pricing. So, like, a lot of times you'll see 0.25, and, you're, you know, that's usually like an Asian handicap type of thing in soccer. But in this, because you can get half sacks, mm-hmm. that's all you're needing on a guy like Hassan Reddick or Fletcher Cox. Those, those guys are both set at a quarter of a sack. Right. So, to go over, all they have to have is a half sack. Mm-hmm. Counteract that to Chris Jones, Josh Sweat, Brandon Graham. These are the Super Bowl sack props. They all have to get a full sack. So, those three are set at 0.75 sacks. A half sack is not enough. And yet Reddick is at 0.25 sacks, and the over is minus 165 on our screen. If you're watching us, uh, we just checked at DraftKings. That's up to minus 175, but kind of stunning to me that the the guy who is the most dangerous player to get a sack is not the highest on the board there, Pritch. And the juice is obviously big, but it's not crazy by any means. No, it's not crazy. I mean, just think about this. A half sack, and so as a player, you lobby for a half sack because you accumulate those, right? And then those are incentives. So... Depending on, I guess, the scorekeeper, if you will, right? This, uh, from the stat, from the sack standpoint, Fletcher Cox 
could put his arm in <laughs> on a sack. Yeah. Kind of get a half a sack. Touch. Yeah. That could be a stat. That could be a stat, certainly. So, um, or, you know, yeah, absolutely. I mean, somebody could hold up Mahomes and all of a sudden here comes Fletcher Cox and he uh, pushes him down to the ground. I mean, that, that's probably a full sack more so than a half sack, but um, over is plus 250 for that. Uh, you know, Josh Sweat, uh, from a, he's got to get a sack. The over is plus 165. If he gets a sack. Mm. And that's sweat. If he gets the sack, that's plus 165. That's appealing. Again, that's a full full sack. That's a full, full sack, sack yeah. yeah. Which Not which I, I think from a probability standpoint is a good right. probability that happening. Uh, Patrick Mahomes running to his left. He's not mobile. You know, he might eat it too because I can't escape this. Or, okay, do I get rid of the football? If he's moving to his left or is he forced to move to his left? That kind of thing. Right into uh, sweat. You know, you would think Reddick would be uh, on his right side or front side. Or, or maybe they put Reddick on his backside because he can't move to his left. Uh, and then all of a sudden, sweat is going up against Kansas City's right tackle, which is a mismatch, right? Mm-hmm. As opposed to Orlando Brown. So, I think that's a, a nice uh, situation right there from a betting standpoint. Yeah, no, look, all the numbers you look at, and especially if you're getting plus money with the mm-hmm. guy like Sweat, those are going to be tempting. I just wonder with, with – especially with having Patrick Mahomes getting an extra week of rest for his ankle and you have two quarterbacks who in general are pretty elusive, especially a run-first quarterback in Jalen Hurts, the total sacks in the game, it's five and a half. Mm-hmm. People are definitely going to gra- gravitate toward that because you have the top two teams in sacks this season – and I wonder, though, in a, in a game of this magnitude, if, if you're going to see as soon as pocket collapses, you see Hurts start to bail out. Or if guys are, if Hurts or Mahomes are in trouble, you see them just throw the ball away. And if there's an added emphasis on that. So I, not that I would go away crazy and say, take the no on both teams to record a sack at plus 550, but under five and a half is definitely one of those bets where you might on the surface think, okay, these are two defensive lines that love to get after the quarterback. They're elite with, with, with their skills that they have. But these are two of the best pass protection offensive lines in the game. Mm-hmm. And two quarterbacks who are as of, of aware and elusive as anybody to at least get rid of the ball if they get that pressure and they're able to feel it. Under five and a half is the only way I'd look for that. If, if you're in a jurisdiction that offers these sack props with a minus 115 juice, it seems like a sexy prop that people want to bet over that the value is probably that's a lot of sacks, on the, under, so. uh, it's on the un, other way. Yeah, yeah, five and a half. That's, that's a lot. lot of sacks. I mean, that, that's a lot of sacks. And we're talking about number one seeds in um, – there's, there's not a lot of deficiencies. I mean, that's, that's the thing about this game. Uh, it's two number one seeds. It's the best of the best, right? And um, I, I think I, I don't want to get convoluted with trying to dissect each and every stat because that, that's not going to help me out. Uh, but five and a half sacks is a lot of sacks. I mean, yeah. six sacks is incredible. Pretty good uh, pro tip as well. Yeah. As you're, like, you're looking at these menus as a better. Mm-hmm. There are so many props. Right. It can, it can get overwhelming. So try to focus on like on parts of the game flow that you have a lot of conviction and mm-hmm. confidence in. Don't force yourself to, you know, to make rushing and receiving and touchdown and MVP and sack, but you, you don't, ha- you don't have to do that. You just look at the parts of the game that you feel like you have confidence in. So for example, I have a lot of confidence that Patrick Mahomes is going to be in a pass first game state from right. start to finish. Right. Right. I am, I've already bet his passing prop not over. You can still find it at 38 and a half. Do I have conviction that he's going to be chased out of you know chased out of the pocket a bunch, mm-hmm. maybe getting sacked? That Jalen Hurts could be taking some sacks. You know, I, I don't I don't know how you how you really have a good feel for that matchup because both sides, both defensive lines and both both offensive lines are so good. So why would I tie up my money in a bet that 
might seem sexy on the surface, but I don't see much value there right. unless I was going to look to just start start betting a lot of these unders. Where, well, and it's, here's, a, it's a good thing to keep in mind as you look at all the props. Yeah, I mean, here's how I simplified the game. Um, and I'm not going to get caught up in all the information. The only information I'm looking out for uh, is the injury update yeah. on, on the wide receivers for Kansas City. That's the only thing I'm looking out for. Both of these two teams – uh, if you think about it, the matchup, their number one sees lack of deficiencies all over the place, right? What do these two teams have to do to win the game? They have to get a lead. They have to get a lead. I think Kansas City, um, they don't cover numbers. They have to. It's essential for them to get a lead, especially against that pass rush, right? Um, I mean, Patrick Mahomes can, is incredible. He can only do so much against a better roster, I think. And then if you're the Eagles, are you built to play from behind against a team led by Patrick Mahomes? No. And so – both teams, and, and both teams are led by offensive coordinators, offensive-minded uh, head coaches as well. They're going to want to be aggressive. They're going to want to dictate. That's just our nature, right? But who's not going to be able to do that? That's where my game yeah. summary is gravitating towards. Like, which team is not going to be able to adjust and who's not going to be able to dictate? Um, and so if, if I can figure that out, I, I certainly will have a solid, yeah. confident play on this game. As far as you've only made, we'll get into again, our bets in the next segment, but you're wanting to wait on certain info to come out. What, what is, what's, when is the point that you're going to feel confident enough to start making some bets? So I do want to know um, about Tony and Smith, uh, Schuster. I mean, more so Schuster than anybody. Yeah. Tony, you can drop a touchdown, right? We've seen that. But from a possession standpoint, another option – uh, another element to be dynamic. Uh, I think Smith Schuster has to play um, because then, you know, Kansas City could even, because they are one dimensional, uh, they can be predictable and one dimensional. So that, that could feed into the Eagles. So um, I'm waiting for that kind of stuff. Um, and, and I'll find out fairly quickly. I'm going down there tomorrow. So you're, right. you're going to be in the middle. Yeah. You can walk up to him. Be like, hey, guys. Yeah. Hey, man. Uh, How you up? feeling? Yeah. I, I, could, I could watch him media day. You yeah. know, I could, I could look at this guy. Okay. What's going to happen uh, with Smith Schuster? So. And I, I like that too because people want to rush, get a bunch of bets in. You have two weeks. Patience. Mm -hmm. As much as you might, some of the prop numbers you might miss, the right. best of the numbers. You'd rather not tie up your money if it's a particular matchup that you there's some doubt in from the injury front. You want to wait, so wait. Mm -hmm. Just do that, and you're driving down there. You got you know take your sweet time, <laughs> get right, down there, right, talk right. to the players if you yep. want. Be like, hey, boots on the ground, boots on the ground. Yeah, yes, right. and you, so you're a driver. You're not a you're not. A I'm flyer. a trucker. I didn't know if you knew that about me. Yeah, I'm I did not know you. Were yeah, a no, I, I'll fly if I have to, and I'll fly comfortably. Ooh. If I have to. I know what that means. <laughs> I know what that means. But okay. if I can get there by automobile, I'm, I'm going to get there by automobile because okay. I'm a truck. Give me some sunflower seeds and, huh. and some Mountain Dew. I'm good. When you were playing, did you ever, because you were on Monday Night Football, did you ever get an invite from uh, John Madden getting the old. Uh, oh, the cruiser? the cruiser? No, no. I didn't do Actually, the yes, he wasn't on Monday Night Football no. when you were playing. He was mm -hmm. the Fox. But, you, yeah. but he, I'm sure he called games of yours. Yeah. Yeah, I um, can't remember. Should have gotten an invite to the cruiser. Kind of upset <laughs> I never about thought that. about the cruiser back then. I was in my own world as a player, though, yeah, Ben. I mean, it's a little bit different. <laughs> a little bit different. Anyway, more of the story. Be a trucker a like Mike Pritchard. Uh, be a trucker like Mike Pritchard. Mm -hmm. Take your time, yep. not only with transportation, but mm -hmm. also with, with gathering information for your bets. Right. Don't feel like you have to rush just because you hear everybody and us all, you know, all making our plays. We're going to talk about our bets next segment. Like, I have two right now. Okay. And I feel good about my portfolio. I'm probably not in a position to add a ton. Want to save some, uh, some, some opportunity to bet in-game because that's another angle that you, like, there are so many good elite, mm -hmm. non-elite matchups that we just don't know how they'll play out. 
you're going to get a pretty good idea of how they do play out yeah. once the game starts. So I have a bet and a lean so far. Bet and a lean. All right. We're going to get into those next. We'll talk about my two bets that we've made. We'll see what the rest of the crew's got uh, as, as far as their early bets on Super Bowl 57. Still a half hour for us to go here on the Pro Football Blitz. Our plays for the big game coming up next. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Do you have questions about betting on the Super Bowl, wondering about how to hedge, or maybe you're looking for unusual props or insights from one of our hosts? The VSIN Big Game Help Desk is here for you. Submit your questions at vsin.com slash helpdesk, and it could be answered by our experts on air or on vsin.com. I have a feeling, Mike Pritchard, you're going to get a lot of questions on the help desk. People <laughs> okay. want to know about your life and you know, your various ways. Might not have anything to do with betting, but <laughs> you can submit. No guarantee that the questions will be answered. It's right. they're not about betting, but you could always try. I'm sure you get some, you know, it's fun. Get some it's weird fun. questions from time to time. Yeah, it's fun to relive uh, memories, though. Like, yeah. It really is. You're gonna be, yeah. You get to be down at, uh, in Glendale for, for our, mm-hmm. our Super Bowl coverage kicking off on Monday down at Radio Row in Phoenix. So we, look, we've talked for two and a half hours. We each of us have made bets so far. We're mm-hmm. also waiting for more information to look to add into the portfolio. Uh, the first bet, though, you made of of any sort of Super Bowl bet or prop was on a long shot MVP. How did you arrive at Miles Sanders uh, to win Super Bowl MVP? Well, Ben, there's a lot of ifs in this game for Kansas City. Uh, I mean, uh, I I know what coaches would want to do, and I don't know if Spags is going to want to do this or if the Chiefs can even execute it. Um, but from a rushing game attack standpoint, uh, it's as good as it gets for Philly. Uh, they're playing with six running backs or six eligibles, uh, along with um, uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, but I think Miles Sanders has been underrated. Um, you think about the variety of ways that the Eagles can score and, and be effective offensively. It's a number of players. It's A.J. Brown, it's Devonta Smith, it's Jalen Hurts, it's Dallas Goddard. But it's also Miles Sanders, too. And if Miles Sanders has a big day, he had two touchdowns against 49ers. If he can have a big day, um, I, I think we are in that time frame, too, uh, of how the NFL has kind of turned back the clock and the rushing attack is now more featured than it has been in a long time, in a decade, really. Uh, Terrell Davis was the last running back to win a Super Bowl. Now, he went off. He had over 150 yards. Uh, I want to say three touchdowns, if I'm correct. Maybe just two. I don't know. Um, but if if Miles Sanders can have an impact on this game, on if they are running the ball as effectively as a lot of people are imagining that they can, then I think from a long shot standpoint, he was he was the guy that I, I highlighted for myself. I mean, AJ Brown is up there too; mm-hmm. he's ten to one now. But the first Eagle from a MVP stand standpoint, it had to be Miles Sanders for me at running back. TD did have three touchdowns. He had uh, three touchdowns. One yeah. of the worst. Moments of my young childhood life. <laughs> I forgot a, about as that. As a Wisconsinite here on the show. <laughs> I was yeah, at that, that was. Super Bowl, by the you way. You were? Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of controversy about that. The Packers were, you know, a little, they let little, score little fat and happy. And they also didn't, you know, they weren't really practicing rush defense down the stretch, mm-hmm. which ended up being kind of a big They big let them score one, too, at yes, the Because they, they wanted far to get the ball back. Well, they, well, the classic thing is Mike Holmgren lost track of downs. He thought it was second and goal at the one. In reality, it was third and goal at the one. So he let them score trying mm-hmm. to get the ball back. Right. Or, you know, and again, it, it's still a thing. Yeah. Happened in 1998. But, you know, Atwater about. and I'm trying to think of the defensive backs. They knocked themselves out. You guys still had a shot. And yeah, we did. You, okay. We did. 
I'm still a little bit bitter about it. I barely, I mean, I was like three years old. I barely. Were you three? I was, actually, I was four years old. I barely, I barely, I was at there. Yeah, Super Bowl party. Barely remember the game. Okay. But anyway, that's a long, that's a long way of saying you like Miles, Miles Sanders. Sanders. What was it? Sorry, the number? 30 to 1. 30, wow. Yeah, he's 30 at, to what, 22, 22. Uh, and you also now. are betting him anytime touchdown I just well. did that. Yep. Um, I found it at William Hill plus 115. Wow. Yes, no, anytime Plus forward. 115. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And yes, a lot no, of uh, DraftKings is at uh, minus 110. I know. It's a pretty good number. And again, mm-hmm. it goes back to our point. If you like any of the long shot props in the Super Bowl, make sure you back them up with the other prop bets that are that are more closer to even money, or mm-hmm. even if they are plus money, that are at least a little more likely to happen. Right. Yeah, because you know, if Miles Sanders is going to win MVP, he's going to score a touchdown. Yeah, as much as I, I completely agree with the points you make, I'm not I'm not one to bet Super Bowl MVP. Okay, I'm just not putting my my money mm-hmm. in the hands of a bunch of voters <laughs> who might or might not have an agenda. Who knows? And might or might not view the game completely differently or wrongly or correctly. You, sure. just, you have no idea. Nope. I mean. Last year, the votes were submitted before the game even ended. Like, what are we doing in that world? So I don't want to tie my money up in something like that. I'd rather, and if you were going to do that, make sure you have a bet on him to, you know, to still do something positive if you have the conviction. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing with Miles Sanders. Yep. So for me, I did make a small bet on Eagles minus one Sunday night shortly after the game opened and had started to move toward the Philadelphia side. The way I look at it, it's pretty simple. Philadelphia is the most complete team on the field. Kansas City has the most complete dynamic player in mm-hmm. quarterback Patrick Mahomes. As a result, it all comes down to who can control the trench battles on the interior and who can win the day to give their respective quarterback the best chance of success. Philadelphia has a better offensive line to match up against Kansas City's stout D-line. And Philadelphia has the best pass defense and sack defense in the league that is going to push Kansas City's O-line to the brink. At the end of the day, that, that team team depth for Philadelphia Mm -hmm. and the strength that they have on all sides of the ball and all facets of the game, it will be enough to counteract and overcome the brilliance that Patrick Mahomes has as an individual. So it's a simplistic handicap, but it's why I like Philadelphia laying a short point and was happy to make that bet right as the line opened. No, I can see and understand wholeheartedly how you got there. I mean, I I actually have a lean uh, for the Eagles at minus one half because that line came down. Now, depending on the information about Juju uh, and that offense for Kansas City, you know, I, I don't know if we'll see that line climb again. You know, and I'm kind of waiting on that to see, to find out. But right now, no, my lean um, is towards Eagles uh, right there. And I'll say, you know, I, I would have, if I was making my own power ratings, I would have made the game Eagles minus two. Okay. Uh, where we, you know, we were on the air Sunday night when the games came out, so, or when mm-hmm. the lines came out. So we didn't have a chance to bet it right away. But the first number, I, as it was moving, the first number I saw was pick them. And I thought, okay. I pick him to bet on Philadelphia at one, you know, n- right. not many games land one. That's kind of a negligible number. I, it's interesting what you say on the, on where this line is going to go next. Mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if the chiefs closed favored in the game. Whoa. When you see, when you, if you see the injury reports again, we, Miko Hardman is downgraded to doubtful, but mm-hmm. assuming things come back positive on, on Kansas city throughout the week. And once you get con- confirmation that everybody is going to play, I'd imagine on the Smith-Schuster and Tony fronts, and also just the general, like the public perception, people want to back the best player in the game. They right. want to back Patrick Mahomes. As the limits rise and as more people start to bet the game, would, I, would, I would think a lot of people, especially if the wide receiver injury news is more mm-hmm. positive, they look at Mahomes and say, Mahomes is an underdog in the Super Bowl? Right. I'll take that every day Mahomes. of the week. <laughs> healthy or not. And people right. also can say, well, he just... He just played a whale of a game uh, on on basically mm-hmm. one leg in the AFC Championship. So I would I would not be surprised if this gets back to pick them. Eagles have a better roster though. 
I believe they do. But every, every advanced metric and number and eye test would tell you they have the better team. All three phases, though, because we saw Kansas City use all three phases in the AFC Conference Championship game. The punt return was extraordinary. Um, like, yeah, I mean, it, it's head and shoulders in terms of a defense standpoint because the Eagles and what they've produced from a pass defense standpoint uh, is strength on strength that way. Head and shoulders mm-hmm. better than any of anybody else. And Kansas City's second. I mean, Kansas City, what, had over 50, mid-50s in sacks? Yeah. Uh, and you're talking about at 20 to that for the Eagles right? Well, and what yeah. they did. That's the issue, though. So f- Kansas City has this great sack, you know, this pass rush type team. But mm-hmm. if that gets counteracted, and I believe it will because of the strength of Philadelphia's offensive line with three pro bowlers and two future Hall of Famers on it, what does Kansas City have after that? It's a it's a improving yet susceptible and inconsistent back end defense that has been middle of the pack in the league basically all season. Whereas Philadelphia, even if Kansas City's O line is able to hold up against that pass mm-hmm. rush, you still have an elite secondary, and you still have like you still have linebackers who are led by Hassan Reddick who can disrupt the game in other ways. And at Kansas City offense, it is likely not going to take advantage of the one weakness the Eagles have, yeah. which is in rush defense. That elite secondary is why I'm waiting on Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, mm, because yeah. that, that elite secondary, now you're getting to other options, though. Like Radbury and Slay, I can deal with those. I know what to do. But do they know what to do with the third option that I have that could be very, very effective? Like, oh, Or yeah. could they be effective in the middle of the field against Travis Kelsey? So if I have Juju and Travis – Slay and Bradbury on the outside, fine. You guys stay out there. I'm <laughs> yeah. operating right here, That's right, funny. right in the middle yeah. of the field with these guys. So, and the run, and the running backs, and I think that puts a lot of pressure on the defense for 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 Philly. And as much as I like the side of Philadelphia playing minus one on mm-hmm. on the Eagles, I also played Patrick Mahomes. That's the one prop bet okay. over thirty. Uh, I unfortunately in Nevada, our best number was yeah. over thirty nine and a half pass attempts. I played that at minus one hundred two, but I've. Every, every belief that Andy Reid is not going to try to reinvent the wheel with his offensive system and no. that Mahomes to throw 40 or more times a game, uh, times in this game, mm-hmm. after what he's done on the basis of the season, just threw 43 times playing on one foot last week <laughs> in a game state that probably dictates pass, pass, and pass some right. more. It's a bet I'm willing to make yeah. every single time. No, I like so it. Those are my two. So. No, yeah, I like the bet. Um, I, I have Patrick from an MVP standpoint, which I should find regular, out. Regular but, season. You're going to get that yeah. soon, right? Is that when the on, honors comes out, right? The awards? Uh, isn't that night night before the Super Bowl? I'm pretty sure. Okay, so, you only have a few more days to a few wait. more days to wait on that. You got it. Night like, before the Super Bowl. Is it's true. like I have seven a, to one. I have a lottery right? ticket in my hand, and I think it's going to win. Like, oh, wait, you're doing the scratch <laughs> off. Wait. Like you're pretty sure it lines up. You just have to wait. Yeah. I, and what what is your lean right now? That you're uh, towards the Eagles. Leaning lean, toward the Eagles. Okay. towards the Eagles. Yeah. All right. I want to. We have so our everybody else behind the scenes has their favorite props. So we're going to mm-hmm. throw out favorite props when we come back. Some novelty props as well, because again, there are so many ways. You can bet the Super Bowl. It's not going to be a lot of people. You're not going to have an edge on the side. I mean, the market is very efficient. Not going to be a side or total. We'll discuss the total next, but also our favorite novelty props, and and the rest of the crew gives their picks as we wrap up the Pro Football Blitz right after this. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is the Pro Football Blitz on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football fans, the championship game is set, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be. Win big with tons of specials. On February 12th, like our same game parlay bet and get, live bet and get, and football squares game. You could win up to $10,000 in bonus money instantly by playing our exclusive Bet River Squares this football season. Place $10 or more in qualifying bets, and you get a square on the house. If the numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Restrictions on qualifying wagers, eligible bonus, and credit use. Full terms and conditions available at BetRiverSquares.com. So as we continue on this two-week buildup, Mike, to mm-hmm. the Super Bowl, you're going to hear literally everybody. I'm sure when you go to Radio Row, everyone's going to come up to you. Like, what's the bet? What do you like? Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a prop. There's approximately, give or take, a kajillion <laughs> to choose from. There's a lot of options out there, all right? So, we, you know, we've crowdsourced it. We've got all, all of our crew have picked their favorite props. I'm going, you know, I, look, I'm a, I'm a square. I'm going more traditional. Mahomes over 38 and a half. Still widely available, that number, at minus 125, over 38 and a half pass attempts. That's my favorite prop on the board. Mm-hmm. 
You are going with? Is it, is it Miles prop? Sanders? Uh, well, anytime touchdown? Because I have that in pocket, it's got to be my favorite, right? I'm going to root for that. Um, Pick something else. You know, you Sweat, anytime, sack. I oh. think it says sack is plus 165. Josh Sweat. Anytime, that's over .75. If he gets a sack, is yeah. Plus 175. Now, if he gets a half sack, that's a bad beat. Yeah, it's tough. <laughs> that's a bad beat. I can just picture now. And here comes Josh Sweat. <laughs> right. Oh, but all of a sudden, Fletcher Cox just got his hand on the side and then gave him a half sack each. And so somebody's crying. Fletcher gets a uh, half sack. That's plus 250. 250. Yeah. So both of those right there. Right, we'll um, go for official, official. We'll go Josh Sweat over. Okay. Three quarters of a sack, okay. plus 165. Yeah. Mike Pritchard's favorite uh, prop bet. So, rest of our crew, Sean McCall, our audio engineer, uh, who I, I believe is on Southern Utah in, uh, in, the, in the college basketball tonight. Okay. I, I, that has not been confirmed mm-hmm. or denied, but mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure he's he – Sean's a big college basketball yeah. better. But he's going with the longest field goal made over 47 and a half yards. That's okay. uh, minus 110. What, what do you – Well, uh, do was you Sean on Indiana? I don't know. I don't know, Sean, Indiana. I don't think he bet that game. Okay. Big upset earlier in college Huge basketball. Huge upset, Indiana yeah. over yeah. Purdue, so, yeah. Well, if he wasn't on I, I don't know about that kicker prop then. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> 40, I mean, look, 47 yeah. and a half you have Harrison Butker, right. Jake Elliott, two of the better kickers. Yeah. But it kind of comes down to if, if you're believing in a sort of bend-but-don't-break defensive scheme – like how how likely is well, it that how likely is it you're going to see stalling out because that's Siri- really what this bet comes down fourth to. Fourth down for Sirianni, I think he's going for it if he's in plus territory, right? Absolutely. Um, Based on Andy Reid done so far. I mean, Andy Reid is this towards the end of the game that kind of thing. I mean, obviously a longer field goal uh, is in the cards if you're Kansas City. Yeah, it, it's one that feel. I mean, it feels like it's priced correctly. Yeah. It feels yeah. like a coin flip mm-hmm. uh, because, yeah, you you have two teams that ought to be and are likely going to be aggressive in that part of the field in a normal game flow. But it's hard to you know counteract and, and count out the final two minutes of each half, how things happen at the end of games, situations like yeah. that. So uh, I, I have no issue with the forty-seven and a half. I personally wouldn't bet it, but hey. no issue. Though. But Sean McComb is on it over mm-hmm. forty-seven and a half. Yep. All right. Brian Ortega, our uh, producer behind the glass, he's going Miles Sanders' first touchdown. First touchdown, plus uh, 650. Okay. See, I've, wow. I've juiced him up, So though. He's going I, Miles Sanders. I know what you're going to say. I'm not a big take the favorite of the first touchdown guy, but okay. teach his own. That's all I'll say. Well, you got Travis Kelsey. You got Jay. If Brian wants to retort, he is able to, mm. if you want. Yeah, so I do have a uh, – there is a, a, a method to this madness. So Please, typically, I will bet one on each side of the the, the 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 board. So I'll bet one on the Eagles and one on Kansas City for this particular prop, just in case one of the other teams gets the ball. So I think Miles Sanders at plus 650 is not bad if they get inside like the five or the six. Mm-hmm. They get like a screen pass or like a, a rush. Right. And, you know, it's, again, first touchdown, so you get pretty good plus money on it. And the other one I would go – I did like Travis Kelsey as well, just because he's sort of the guy, um, especially if you know the receivers aren't all the way there. And uh, just like last week, I mean, you had Dallas Goddard for they scored the first time he scored the first touchdown. Mm-hmm. So that was the first one I actually said before uh, Pritch said, "Ah, no, nah, I did that one already." So that was at eleven to one. Okay. So if you want a long shot, Philly eleven to one. What, what, what I would only if Dallas I'm playing Goddard. this, I don't. I would go uh, Devontae Smith with the with how successful he has been against too high. Safety coverage this mm-hmm. season, and you've got a Kansas City team that plays too high more than anybody in the league, and who also gives up a ton 
of red zone passing touchdowns. Most in the league this year, that's how I would look. Devontae but are Smith. they going to play too high? 13 to 1. Wow. Since they do play well, that's too high more than I know <laughs> that you know that I know. Right. Um, right. Maybe we're overcomplicating. And then maybe Steve Snead, Spagnuolo sticks to his, his guns. Is Snead going to be back? Because if Snead is healthy. In concussion protocol right now. Yeah. Right? If he can get back, um, then that can free up doubling A.J. Brown. You know, because I think Snead can cover – um, at least, at least Spags will think that Snead can cover. Yeah, the most valuable yeah, corner yeah. In, in the secondary. That's mm-hmm. a really interesting right. uh, matchup too that we'll we'll get into this week on the Lombardi line because we did not do our deep dive yet mm-hmm. in the secondary or linebacker room. So that is what Brian Ortega is going with. Check out the con- Concierge Confidential podcast. By the way, we'll give uh, Brian a plug there. He's the outstanding <laughs> podcast like host. See, that. you give especially, a prop bet, especially if you're coming into Vegas this week because this is a huge weekend. So if you want to know where to go, yeah. you know the restaurants, the clubs to check out, uh, sports books. Brian has you covered. Give a prop uh, on bet, that, Brian, uh, and you get a shout-out. There you go. That's, that's how it works. Okay. <laughs> Matt Hicks, our technical director. Opening kickoff. How about this? This will be controversial in some waves of the, of the betting uh, world. No touchback. No touchback on the opening kickoff. That is plus 145. And remember last year, uh, there, every, it seemed like everybody and their third cousin mm-hmm. bet bet into this. And the, the, the I mean, they got steamed, that right. touchback prop. Uh, it, it got steamed on the on the no. Actually, I think it flipped to a favorite in the end, and then, mm-hmm. I, uh, yeah, there was a yeah touchback on the opening touchback. kickoff. Yeah, it was a touchback. Yeah, couldn't believe it. So no. we're going back to the well this mm-hmm. year on no touchback. The thought and the general thought being that look, it, it, if you're a returner, you're, you've got the whole world's attention on you, one, and you, it is your one chance to bring the ball out of the end zone. It is your one shining moment. Absolutely, yeah. and you're getting plus oh, money on it. So I, I understand know. why people. I do understand why people bet it. I mean. I would have to have a serious talk with a uh, special teams coordinator. I'm taking this football out. <laughs> I don't care if this thing is four or five so yards funny. deep. I want you to know you can find me. You can bench me. I don't care. But if this thing is five yards deep, I am taking it out the end zone. I want you to know that right now. about nine yards deep? Yeah, I, I might get fired <laughs> if I do that then, right, as They a can't player. fire you mid-game, though. Uh, no, they can't fire it. So but they can bench they me can the rest of the game, though. But um, unless you're a Pacheco. but um no i yeah it is the one shining moment i i had no idea why the kick returner did not return the ball last year in an opening kickoff for the i just just the collective groan when that happened in the super bowl so uh yes people a lot of a lot of people going to go back to the well on Mm -hmm. the no touchback so um so you know that uh, that'll be very very interesting. Okay, yeah. I want to make sure we get to Liz Foster, other technical mm-hmm. director, because she's going. She, this is fun. She's going way off the board. Okay. Gatorade color. Oh. Purple. Okay. Purple is the Gatorade color of choice for Liz Foster, plus seven fifty. <laughs> now this is. Uh, I mean, you want to talk about long shot? Mm-hmm. Um, that is a long shot. Orange is the favorite, plus three fifty. My my intel, the little bug in my ear, is telling me that uh, purple is not. Not been thrown on the winning team over the past 10 Super Bowls. Sure. Like, who drinks purple Gatorade? I mean, would you guys walk into a store and, and purchase purple Gatorade? I mean, that's not really the point, right? It's you're taking a bath. No, I'm just saying the purple Gatorade, not. you're going to be drinking it all game long. You're not going to just make a special Gatorade bath. Why not? I don't know. I don't know. I Aaron Rodgers likes purple Gatorade. I never thought about that. So the last two seasons, it's been it's been – Blue. Uh, okay. Blue Gatorade. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah. So maybe Blue. you get maybe you get a darker you you know you get uh, see now we're gray lining it because purple can you know depends on what if right. they mix it. Well, there's a reason why. So like in Nevada, they do not put this mm -hmm. prop up because mm -hmm. it is not Nevada right. gaming sanctioned. If it's right. something like colors that can ha yes can have some mm -hmm. controversy, uh, DraftKings is putting this number up. I okay. applaud Liz Foster for okay. and uh, anybody who wants to go uh, go crazy. And again, these are just little pizza money right. fun bets. Purple Gatorade plus seven fifty. Nobody goes with water ever. It's ten to one. No, the no, that falls into the none category, which mm -hmm. has happened twice in the past decade. So that's happened. If it's one in <laughs> ten yeah. to one, one in every ten chances. Well, it's happened two <laughs> of the last ten times. If and you it, want a pragmatic way right. to bet that, in the desert, you might have alkaline water. You never know. Oh, alkaline water. Okay. As of right now, what would your <laughs> uh, your your score uh, prediction be? And well, obviously, um, as we, we we reserve the right to change yeah. our thoughts throughout the week. I have my score prediction. Right? Well, what I was pretty close uh, last week. I mean, I I thought Kansas City uh, against Cincinnati. You know. They weren't going to score more than 24 points, and they scored what 23. Uh, yeah. So uh, this game, the lean that I have, it, it feels like it's 28, 24, 28, 24. So That's you what like it feels slight like. Slight over as yeah. well. I see. I like. I always like to come up with scores that would would cause chaos for the sports books. Okay. Well, I will go with Philadelphia 26, Kansas City 24. Okay. Because <laughs> that would that would middle <laughs> some spread and total right. of numbers as well. That's what I'm going right. for as of right now. Uh, again, we have much more coverage, though, still to come <laughs> starting on Monday. Mike Pritchard will be at Radio Row in Phoenix on the Lombardi line. I'll be with Pritch Monday and Tuesday as we kick off our coverage from the Super Bowl and Radio Row. We still have much more to come as well. As we stay so long on the Pro Football Blitz, we have a VEASAN prop special, which comes your way right after this here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, 
Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.